research journey comprises various phases from exploratory to descriptive or causal research and all these phases they come up with their own challenges which together through the team and time management establishes the ground to positive behavior ethics and trust today's episode will cover all these aspects of research with our guest who is an editorial board member and a, and expert reviewer in various journals of publishers like taylor and francis springer plos elsevier frontiers and like He is also a life member of Environmental Mutagen Society of India in Baba Atomic Research Center Mumbai. He has been honored with various awards and fellowships like Rajiv Gandhi National Fellowship for Doctoral Research Work. Also financial assistance by by Science and Engineering Research Board for participating in IIER International Conference on Natural Science and Environment held in Bangkok, Thailand. Also awarded with postdoctoral fellowship by State Key Laboratory of Geo Hazard Prevention and Geo Environment Protection, Ch uh, Chengdu University of Technology, China. with more than a decade of research and teaching experience currently he is an assistant professor at department of chemistry in lovely professional university india let's welcome dr sandeep singh welcome doctor to our podcast scholars knowledge to wisdom and uh, it's an honor to have you on the podcast thank you thank you ruby ma'am it's an honor to be here uh, plus i would like to definitely i would like to tell the audience that although uh, ruby ma'am is saying me doctor but she is my super super senior so actually she is uh, one of our seniors of our department and it's great to be here in 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 her podcast in this in this program thank and you. honor to be here thank you thank you thank you and and tell us where are you joining us from um uh, right now i'm in home in my hometown amritsar uh, talking okay. from my home uh right now this uh, uh, what you can say uh academic session is over in lpu lovely professional university so they have okay. given us some work from home uh, job you know what you can say responsibilities so i'm giving them it's good to be here with my family of course uh, every day i have a chance of visiting my parent university gurangdev university where i did my phd and okay. uh, it's amazing here and uh, and and i'm okay let's say enjoying myself okay that's good So um before we dive into your research journey um uh, tell us uh, something about the origin of your interest in the uh, environment mon monitoring and tox and toxicology uh okay first of all uh, i i did my graduation always being in science let let's start from that because uh, okay. uh you cannot be in science if you are not interested in science that's that's how i go about it. So I have always been interested in science since mm -hmm. my 10th class. Let's say in 10th standard, I I was good in I I won't say good in, but I had a uh, decent interest in science. Uh, you can say my first love was mathematics. Okay. And my first love betrayed me in my 10th class. Okay. Because somehow I wasn't able to score very good in the 10th board exam, although I knew all the paper. Uh, but. Um. then little uh, love lost kind of thing in 11th and 12th but still i was in science i had pcmb physics okay. chemistry maths and biology 
Okay. And uh, then after that, I never wanted to be a doctor. Let's okay. let's be clear because uh, your audience, many of the students may be from let's say tenth and twelfth class. Okay. Yes. Uh, so never wanted to be a doctor. And as uh, many of your students must have seen three idiots film, where you mm-hmm. know the child is born, the moment the child is born, and the parents say, "My son or my daughter would be a doctor, doctor or my yeah. son or my daughter would be a engineer." Yes. So the moment I was born, my father had the finger pointed on me that okay. my son will be a doctor. So the journey, you can say, journey started from there. I never wanted to be a doctor. Okay. Uh, of course, I had decent interest in science. so i moved into i took pcmb in my 12th class physics chemistry math and biology okay to keep my options open then i gave uh, a pvmt pre in in our times nowadays this is neat yes in those times it was pmt pre medical test yeah i gave my pmt i also got an seat in uh, in in uh, mbbs also i was never interested So okay. I moved into biotechnology. I wanted to professional biotechnology. So I, uh, at that point of time in Punjab, in my home province, uh, uh, biotechnology, professional biotechnology was only available in lovely professional university, which is a private university. So I once okay. went there. Uh, but uh, after let's say one year, or let's say uh, half a year, first semester of the biotechnology, mm. I was very much aware that I was never wanted to be in biotechnology. <laughs> Okay. because it's a very microscopic field it's just about dna rna nucleus at the max cell yeah that's what biotechnology is. so i i never wanted to be that much microscopic in my life so okay. then uh, of course i had always been because i come from a rural background my my mm-hmm. home village right now i'm in a town amritsar yeah i think most of the people in in the world they recognize amritsar from, from golden temple i belong yeah. to that city Mm-hmm. uh but i basically i belong to a rural background in in neighboring district gurdaspur okay. so that that root of village nature or was always there in me mm-hmm. and uh, from there i got an inspiration and of course a lot of things were happening in in environment at that point of time i'm talking about way back in 2007 and 8 okay so at that point of time uh, environmental sciences was upcoming field and mm-hmm. uh, of course global warming and uh, what you can say environmental pollution were burning mm-hmm. topics at that kind of time mm-hmm. and and uh, and i got uh, got there and i and i just got you know a magnetic effect from that mm-hmm. and I, and i went into deep interest into that i wanted to become environmental biotechnologist then those kind of post was not there so i ultimately mm-hmm. decided to do environmental science okay. i moved into my my hometown university gunanak university here uh, we had an uh, msc environmental sciences masters mm. in environmental science i joined mm-hmm. in there after uh, bachelor's in biotechnology of course mm-hmm. my knowledge my uh, what you can say uh, whatever i gained from the bachelor's in biotechnology of course mm-hmm. it helped me a lot uh, in in my post graduation here in my masters here and uh, the moment i entered in in, in gunan you know uh, uh, ruby ma'am i would be very very Keen to say that surroundings make a lot of lot of effect. Mm. You know, and the day yeah. I the day I entered in Gurunanak Dev University, and I would throughout the uh, world, your audience will be there. If mm. anybody is visiting India and they are coming to Amritsar, mm. in addition to visiting Golden Temple 
and the Wagah border, which is an international border, you know, India and Pakistan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would definitely suggest them to give a visit to Gurunanak Dev University. Mm-hmm. It's an institution that is there since 1960s, 65, 68. Mm-hmm. And you are also being an alumni from that institution. Yes. You know how much magnetic effect, effect that, that institution yeah. has. Yes. The moment I entered, entered that institution, and you know, we had that building of a yeah. library there. Yes. And you go into the on and those trees and and you know the branches dropping down from from that post yeah. position. Uh I was uh, you can say that was uh, I was addicted. The okay. moment I saw all that I was addicted to that. And mm-hmm. uh, and after that it it one thing led to another and uh, I met I would like to share this story uh, with you. Yeah, definitely. Very interesting story. uh you have been from botany department you know those yes. chairs you know those those wooden chairs is white colored you know that plastic material yes. from this woven yeah yeah and and in your time also those chairs would be there yes uh i i was in msc environmental sciences and uh, when i when I, the first day i went to my masters degree when i sat on that chair okay. and uh, that was room c you know that that uh, just nearby the teachers room room mm-hmm. so our class was there when i sat there i saw one thing written on the on on you know on the chair you know mm. with the wooden uh, that that side okay. it was written that uh, uh, year 1996 yeah oh my god what a hot day that was written on that okay <laughs> and i was born in 1987 okay. and after the birth of uh, my my birth 9 years after my birth, somebody was sitting on that chair and was writing mm. on that yeah and uh, and and then you know i i graduated from lovely professional university it's a very good place i'm right now teaching there also yes. but it's a fairly new place you know mm. in in academia it's a fairly new place but that institution when i was born i was 9 years old at that point of time somebody mm. was writing on that mm. and that you know that that gave me such a what you can say uh i, I don't know overwhelming effect Mm. and i don't know but somebody feel that thing but i i i felt so much from that and then uh, you are in masters uh, you go there and uh, you have interaction for our interaction our seniors came mm. and came the phd scholars okay so they came with their introduction okay give us uh, your introduction your from environmental sciences mm-hmm. and uh, today the scenario is a little little bit different i'm talking about 10 years back so mm. let's say 2012 Yeah. In those times, being a PhD scholar or being a PhD used to be very big. Mm. So when we interacted in our course, those mm. people who were PhD scholars at that point of time, mm. uh, even before that, they were personalities in their own effect. They were people, mm. magnetic people in their own effect. They yeah. they used to talk in front of us, and uh, you would know. And I would like to tell the audience also the botany department of uh, Gunang Dev University. just mm-hmm. in front of them we have a very old canteen and yes. uh, uh, maybe your global audience may not understand from other but from the punjabi and the north indians will understand poleri canteen yes the pola is the person <laughs> yeah. and uh, in, in yeah in his canteen we used to sit there and mm-hmm. we used to eat drink tea and and have some snacks in those times phd scholars also used to sit there and drink tea and have snacks mm-hmm. so we used to go to them talk to mm. them interact mm. with them and within the first month of my masters mm. i knew that i wanted to do phd mm. okay that's how 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 my journey started 
from the okay. first month i knew that i want to do phd uh, when my masters completed uh, i i uh, i went to my, you know on the last day of masters and we mm. had for the last uh, for two years in my masters i interacted mm. a lot with my phd seniors okay and uh, we used to go to i was a day scholar my okay. home from the university is just 10 minutes away okay but i used to be in hostel for let's say 10 o'clock 12 o'clock something like that okay. just staying with the phd scholars enjoying having time and mm. all and uh, i had two options at that point of time one of my scholars wanted to be with their guide mm. and one of the other scholars wanted to me uh, wanted me to be with uh, with his guide Mm. and i i i was uh, i joined the second one why because she was also my uh, mentor in my masters project okay dr avinash nagpal professor yeah. avinash nagpal yeah he was my mentor in my phd uh, and uh, i joined them the other uh, other teacher was also amazing i would not take name of course but yeah. she was also amazing and and that, that person she's like he, he's like a big brother brother to me mm. today also we interact like he's like big brother and i am like a younger uh, person so mm. he interact today also we are in the, in the same mode yeah so on the last day of my examination i i had two options and the rooms were adjacent okay i either could go in that room or i mm. either could go in in that mm. so i decided to go in the other room i talked to ma'am that ma'am i want to want to do phd i want to do doctoral degree under under you as a supervisor Okay. And she asked me why. Mm. I told her that, uh, ma'am. Uh, first of all, the work she was doing, of course, I'm not uh, what you can say very much. Uh, uh, not, 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 not a person to be to be kept in close. Okay. Uh, you know, environment. Mm. I always wanted to go out. Mm. So the work she was doing that involved environmental monitoring. Environmental monitoring meant that I had to go out in the field mm. to get. Yes. Some sample get get into the field, observe mm. the original conditions outside, mm. come and you know analyze those things. Yes. In the lab laboratory environment, you know everything is an, in your hand, mm. and you never know uh, the exact condition. Okay, yes. what what actually is happening in, and mm. that's been my thesis also. That's been my theory also. Today also, whenever I go to conferences, whenever I go to let's say my students also. Mm. right now i have three students working under me in phd they okay. all are working in open natural environmental condition wow because mm. because whatever you do inside the laboratory that is all controlled nature mm. doesn't work like that yes you don't know what what you can get actually in mm. the lab you may be getting let's say ph for a sample or in certain conditions you may be getting 7.5 mm. but when you go outside the same sample may have the ph of 9.5 also and mm. 3.5 also why yeah. because the natural conditions the nature the way it acts you don't never mm. so she was working uh, she 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 had uh, all the scholars in that that field so i joined okay. her okay and uh, then one thing led to another of course I, sorry i'm i'm taking too much time i may, may not be <laughs> giving you time for asking the questions and all But that's it's how okay. my journey started, and rest I will I will explain uh, during the course of time. No, it was very interesting. Um, I mean, uh, it it showed it it reflects your uh, uh, love, the deep love to the roots that you belonged, and uh, that took you 
to the journey of PhD to the environment uh, monitoring and toxicology. So um, while doing uh, the PhD, you might have faced many challenges and uh, and to share with our uh, with us the learnings that you had through those challenges okay uh first of all to anybody who is listening maybe we we would have scholars also who are, who had done phd mm-hmm. and maybe aspirants also who want to do phd who want to yeah i i i i would like to say two or three things which are very very crucial mm. first of all anybody who is thinking of doing phd mm. please be very very sure that you actually want to do phd mm. that is very important until and unless you are very very sure okay i want to do phd then mm. if you have any doubt and even an iota of doubt in that thing mm. don't do phd mm. that's the first thing. okay in in my my you know my colleagues or my my fellow scholars at that point of time also now also many students my wife she is assistant professor in in here also she also have phd scholars okay we have this environment of uh, research around us and many times we observe many students join phd because just because they don't have anything else to do mm. they don't know how to progress in that care okay fine we don't have anything else to do what should we do uh, let's do phd okay mm. Yeah. If anybody is coming in PhD with this attitude, take mm. my word, you will never ever be successful or satisfied. Mm. That's that's the first ever. Mm. My wife, I would like to give the example of my wife. Don't don't think this that I'm promoting my wife or her career, but yeah. she actually wanted to do PhD. She had an established career as a professor for three years okay. but she left that post in mm. during that time she had the chance of getting permanent there in, okay. in her hometown but she left that and she she struggled for half a year went okay. to all the universities to Punjab University Chandigarh also two or three universities in Delhi also then okay. she ultimately came to Amritsar also in GNDU Gunadu University and she okay. joined PhD here for six months after leaving a regular job she was struggling to get the phd mm. why she wanted to do phd mm. in the same way i had this thing pretty clear let me tell your audience the day i joined phd i didn't join as a phd scholar i joined as an mphil scholar okay. many students of uh, today would not understand what mphil is mm. it's what you can say junior degree of uh, phd phd yeah masters in philosophy mm. you do you do this degree after many uh, many universities uh, give this degree today also but uh, mm. mostly in india it's abandoned now nobody yes. do uh, mphil now, MPhil now but yeah. uh, in at, at at that point of time i joined as an mphil scholar mm. on a meager uh, scholarship and i would definitely please remind me i would like to talk about the scholarship thing also yeah, i joined on a yeah. meager scholarship of 5000 per okay okay in mphil mm. and uh, then 
uh, I gave the entrance exam for PhD. Hmm. I got into PhD. I shifted from MPhil to PhD. Okay. Why? I actually, from the deepest core of my heart, wanted to do PhD. Hmm. That that that's the first thing. If anybody has an iota of doubt that they want to do PhD or don't want to do PhD, don't do PhD. Hmm. Why? Just the question answer of your question. PhD requires two things. Hmm. Number one. Patience, patience, mm. patience, patience. Mm. Number two, a deep, deep feeling or deep, deep motivation to do a lot of struggle. Mm. No yes. matter whether you are doing PhD, are uh, we in our department had seven or eight professors under whom multiple scholars were doing PhD. Mm. In many labs, people were doing PhD in three to three and a half years. Hmm. In many labs, people were doing PhD in seven or eight years. Yeah, I completed yes. my PhD in six and a half years. Okay. Many people who started PhD with me, they completed, let's say, three or four people. They completed in three and a half years. But let hmm. me tell you, hmm. every person, whether the person is doing PhD in three and a half years, three years, five years, seven years. The struggle is same. Same. Hmm. And some Why? Of, yeah. Yeah, continue. Yeah. Yes. And some of the you, uh, students, they also join just because of the scholarship. Yeah. Uh, of course, I would like to come, yes. come to that. Uh, that was my second point. Okay. But this is, this is the first This is the first okay. point. Struggle is there. Hmm. You have to do struggle. And this story, the struggle story is true whether you do PhD in USA, whether mm. you do PhD in Canada, whether you do PhD in Japan, you do mm. PhD in India, or you do PhD in Zambia. Mm. Everywhere. Mm. Why, I, why, can, why I can tell you this thing? Because many of our friends, they went to do uh, postdoctoral research. And one of my, my she's like a uh, younger sister to me. Uh, mm. She's a very good friend from my graduation days. Okay. She did her PhD from uh, Ohio State University. Okay. And the struggle was same there. Mm. Exactly the same. Why governments don't want to pay for research. As simple mm. as that. Mm. Research is never a priority for any government. That mm. means lack of funding. That means things uh, slowing down. That mm. means things hanging in the balance. Mm. That's true for everywhere. One thing. Second thing, please, in any case, if you want to do PhD, try your level best to get some scholarship. Mm. If you are doing PhD without scholarship, then you are putting yourself in a situation where you are doomed to get in very depressing situation. Mm. Why? This is true for everywhere in the world. People complete their, and true for 99% of people in the world. Mm. People do their graduation by 18. Mm. Okay. Then master, uh, sorry, bachelor's degree by 21 or 22. Mm. Then master's degree by 24 or 25. Yeah. Yeah. 25 year of person, whether the person is a male or the person is a female, is mm. a grown-up person. Mm. 
educated person who has mm. got two degrees one professional one masters the society also the parents also mm. they whether they express this thing or not but they have always and whether they belong to very good financial conditions or bad financial conditions they always have this thing in in the back of their mind that their child is now in an earning phase and mm. he or she should start earn yes so if you are still doing phd or doing research without fellowship or mm. without earning then you will always be dependent upon your parents mm. or in the western society maybe on 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 what you can say social support Mm. and this is a very very depressing situation why many because most people don't go for phd okay if it's mm. a batch of let's say 90 people or 60 people in a class of masters mm. out of that five or six people they go for research higher mm. research phd yes. the rest of the rest of the people they are going into their careers then you talk to them you learn that they are earning also they are now settling into their families also you're mm. neither earning you're neither settling into Certainly. a family yeah. then you are in a very very depressing state mm. whether anybody want this thing or don't want this thing ultimately mm. basic human psychology says that you will always compare yourself with others whether you like mm. it or not whether you do it consciously or unconsciously this thing will happen mm. that's how the human nature is so if you are doing that thing uh, without the uh, scholarship you are doing phd then you are putting yourself in very very bad situation okay so here so, yes yeah, yeah, so here as you say that joining the phd without uh, getting the scholarship but but in some cases the students they just join to uh, for the sake of scholarship they are not that much serious or you can say focused so uh, what would you say on that nothing nothing has to be said about those people if mm. anybody uh, uh, ruby ma'am just very simple the most precious commodity in today's world is time yes that is time neither the money nor uh, anything else but time mm. if they are entering into phd with just this thing that they want to enjoy the scholarship and mm. do nothing about them then they are wasting their three or four or five years mm. they are wasting the time of the guide also they are wasting the uh, supervisor also they are wasting the time of people also wasting mm. the taxpayers money also okay yes. and they end up nowhere mm. they end up nowhere their situation is far worse than a person who don't have scholarship mm. and is doing phd mm. why because these kind of people they ultimately for 3 4 5 years they they, they get and it, today's world is not not uh, uh, i would say it, it's not 1960s it's not it's not mm. 1970s yeah. today's world is very much advanced even the person because uh, how can i tell you i have visited the most you can say uh, underdeveloped punjab is one of the developed states of india mm. and in punjab i have visited one of the most underdeveloped 
regions or villages hmm. the villages that are adjoined to the uh, border area hmm. after harike wetland and uh, let me tell you your audience harike wetland is one of the topmost ramsar sites in in asia where uh, birds from siberia and all these migratory birds they come mm-hmm. and flock there for for the whole season mm-hmm. and after that a lot of water from the two rivers bias and satluj it goes into uh, rajasthan the neighboring state but mm-hmm. still uh, let's say 20% of water ultimately ends up into pakistan our neighboring country mm-hmm. so its border area and border area with india and pakistan is very tense border it's always tense border Hmm. so those villages never got uh, too much of development and i worked in those villages even in those villages hmm. people 10 years ago also people were very much aware how much the world is changing hmm. what is the scenario uh, hmm. what is the new new realities of the world people hmm. were aware third hmm. see internet hmm. okay yeah in this kind of world if somebody has spent 3 or 4 years just eating onto or i would not use the word eating uh, but parasiting onto the taxpayers money mm. and doing nothing then mm. even those people understand that this person is 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 uh, what you can say is is an obnoxious person mm. as simple as that mm. nothing to do but this person yeah. will never achieve anything okay mm. and they people these kind of people never achieve anything in their life Mm. even if by some hook and crook they enter into the careers also uh, now it's, it's it's all a transparent world yes even people if, if people want to give bribe that is also through very very trans transparent medium okay yes. and people get caught this is a yeah. very very trans transparent world today okay mm. in this kind of situation uh, how much transparent yesterday just i was watching a video some reporter was reporting floods in delhi and he mm. was neck deep in water okay. and sitting there that water is neck deep in delhi and that okay. was you know shown on national television okay. and just somebody shot, shot his video just 10 feet away the road was dry mm. he was deliberately sitting in the water sitting yeah. in the water and telling that water is yeah. neck deep mm. and his his news came later on but his video Yeah. came before that and it was spread over the national media that much that is how much transparent the world is today yes so in this kind of world these kind of people who are parasites on the system mm. they will never survive yeah i have, i know from my personal experience students who who had who didn't had fellowship they mm. struggled for 3 or 5 years mm. in very very i i was i was thankful mm. a lot to god almighty god I got scholarship. I got GRF also. Yeah. I got scholarship, and I started my PhD with scholarship. But okay. many people are 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 never that much fortunate. Mm, yes. Even I have seen those people struggling for scholarship, struggling for money, never asking their um. honorable, never asking their parents for money, doing anything that they can mm. to strive. Yeah. And now, many of those people. somebody sitting let's say in japan doing mm. postdoctoral research in yes. top notch uh, uh, laboratories mm. somebody is professor assistant professor in central university yeah. somebody is assistant professor in state university earning very good progressing mm. in their career and mm. those leakages 
which uh, which were you know they uh, what you can say parasiting on the system without yeah. giving any output they mm. they they are they are just uh, what you can say they are they are just in sand nothing mm. else yes achieving nothing in their life mm. if they are girls they are getting married uh, marrying yeah. uh, it's about a personal life of people but marrying to let's say 12th class persons who are sitting in uh, somewhere maybe i i don't want to give any uh, oh, personal yeah, details yeah, about yeah. anybody or say anything about it but mm. achieving nothing in their life mm. so what did they achieve after 12 plus 3 15 plus 2 17 plus 5 22 after mm. 22 years of education what did yes. they achieve nothing yeah nothing yes, yes. so uh um, then uh actually doctor we are left with uh, less than 1 minute and if we may oh. rejoin with the same link yeah yeah of course of course yeah. i'll i'll okay